Hey guys, thanks for joining us on Real Faith Radio, presented by Praise Chapel Las Vegas. Subscribe to us on Apple and Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Spotify to get notified when new episodes are available to download or stream. You can also follow us on social media at PC Las Vegas and visit our website, PraiseChapelLasVegas.com, to find out more about us and give online. Thanks again for joining and enjoy today's message. Reaching out. I mean, remember that message, amen. If you even got a chance to hear that message or wasn't weren't here, amen, you can catch it on our podcast, amen, and, 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 and go over that. Also, this past Wednesday, amen, we I ministered a message, Are You In? Amen. And we were reminded about our mission statement here at PCLV, amen, of win, build, serve, and send. In about a month or so, I, I, if you have not noticed, or I've been ministering on the church. And I've been ministering on going back to our roots. Somebody say, our roots. And modeling the church of the book of Acts and building his church. Somebody say, his church. His church upon the rock. Amen. Jesus Christ. In Matthew chapter 16, 18, it says this, I say unto thee, Thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. That if we build his church on the original foundation, on the bedrock of our faith, amen, which is Jesus Christ, then nothing, listen, nothing can prevail or prevail prevail against us. Come on, because nothing will rock us, nothing's going to rob us, Nothing will confuse us. Nothing will separate us. Amen. How many believe that? That if we believe and we build it upon Jesus Christ and build it on the foundation of our faith. Amen. No matter what kind of winds and what kind of storms or whatever comes our way, it will not rock us. Amen. We will remain standing because we put our trust in God. Because the very next verse says in Matthew 16, 19, it says this. I will give unto you the the keys of the kingdom of heaven. So whatsoever you shall bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatsoever you shall loose on earth, you shall be it shall be loose in heaven. Look at somebody in town. We got the keys. Woo! Come on! Don't it feel good to have keys? Don't it feel good when you buy a car and they give you what? The keys. How about when you buy a house, they give you the keys, amen. See, the keys open up things. Keys open up to new things, amen. We're excited about keys, amen. And here, God tells us here, Jesus says, you know what? I've given you the keys, amen. You you have everything that you need. You have a key to open up, amen, to the answer if you use the keys. How many know that there's a battle for souls? The enemy's fighting hard. If you if you're not if you can look around, Amen. What's going on in our world today? The enemy's fighting hard, Amen. He's just looking for souls. The devil's looking for souls in this world. He's looking for souls in the church, Amen. He's coming into the church to deceive those in their faith. The title of my message today is The Battle 
their souls. In 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 1, it says this. Now the Holy Spirit tells us clearly that in the last times, you will turn away. Some will turn away from true faith, the bedrock, Jesus Christ, and will follow deceptive spirits and teachings that come from demons. Right here, the, it says that many will fall away in the last days. Why? Because they stopped building upon the rock. Can I let you, can I tell you something? The devil doesn't want your car. The devil doesn't want your house. He, he doesn't want your money. I mean, he is not jealous over the clothes you wear. He wants something more valuable. He wants your soul. Come on. From Adam until now, it's always been, listen, a battle for souls. And that's why we have win, build, serve, sin. We are here to win who? Soul. We are here to win? Soul. We are here to win? Soul. Come on, it's about souls. We didn't come to just build a church, amen, and just hang out, amen. We came for souls. The kingdom of God is about souls, amen. The battle is over souls, amen. That's why we have to win souls, amen. Win means to triumph. Win means to prevail. Come on, to be victorious. And that through Jesus Christ, the foundation of our faith, we, say I, we can be victorious. We can be overcomers, amen. The testimonies that you just heard, amen. The testimonies that you say, the testimonies that we open up this microphone and start testifying what God has done in your life. You're declaring victory over your life. You were this and you were that, but God gave you victory. Come on. He won our soul. The devil lost. Come on, just like that song, get up, get up. Right? Come on, it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's about winning. Hell lost another one. Devil, you should have took me out when I was lost, but you lost another one. Amen. Hallelujah. Come on, the devil bit the dust. If you can't see over there, I went like this. Right? When the dog finished doing his thing, he was, does what? Kick some stuff back to the devil, amen? Come on. Kick some stuff. Remind him where he ends, he's going to end up at. He's the one that's going to hell. Come on. He, I'm looking at some people's faces here that hell lost another one. Come on, hell lost another one, amen. It's about souls. See, we win through evangelism. Remember that? Remember that word? Evangelism. See, the definition of evangelism is this, and this is out of the Webster Dictionary. The winning or the revival of a personal commitment to Christ. 
We must go back to and evangelize, amen. We must go back to preaching the gospel. Listen, to the lost world, amen. The world needs to hear about Jesus. And we have a great opportunity right now. Right now, people are, are right there. They're ready to receive something, uh, but they need a voice. Uh, they need to be an instrument like the shirt that we have on. Some of you guys are wearing the voice, amen, which was one of our conferences, amen. Uh, we need to be a voice once again in this desert, amen, uh, and declare who Jesus Christ is, amen. Uh, we need to rise up and start to preach, amen. Uh, what we need to do, church, uh, the opportunity is great for us right now. As I read, amen, many are going to fall away in the last days. But we, say I, we have an opportunity that many get saved. Matthew chapter 28, 18 through 20 says this. Jesus came and he told his disciples, I have been given all authorities in, in heaven and on earth. Therefore, go, somebody say go. Go and make disciples, come on, of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Teach these new disciples to obey. Somebody say obey. Obey all the commands I have given you and be sure of this. I am with you always, even to the end of age. Jesus here, uh, come on, is giving his disciples the final instructions, amen. Uh, the final, uh, what you have to do, amen, before he ascends back to heaven. Uh, he says, go and evangelize. That's what he's really saying here. If the church fails to engage in evangelism, it is destined to die. People will fall away. People will fall away within the church if we're not evangelizing. This has to be the hallmark of PCLV. We, say I, I. say I, I, we are here to win souls. That's all we're here for, it's for souls. Jesus is for souls. He died on the cross for souls. We're here for souls. We're, we're, we're not here just to, win, to, to, to meet a certain number here, amen. We're here to win souls. This is what it's all about. This is what the kingdom of God is all about. It's about souls. That's why our mission statement starts with win. Because Jesus says, go. Go win the souls. Come on, PCLV, we need to go back to do that. We forgot what brought you in. Someone evangelized to you. Someone reached out to you. Someone came to you with Jesus. That's why you're here. Amen. But if we stop that, this is all will be. We need to go back and evangelize and start sharing the gospel. Start sharing your testimony to your co-workers. Start, start, start preaching to your family once again. But with love now, we've grown, amen. We've grown a little bit. Come on, we, we know how to talk. We know how to love. we got to love people out of their situations with the love of Christ, church. Come on, we have to evangelize with our life. Can somebody say amen? Because we're not a really fancy place here. We got a little, yeah, we got a little something right there, amen. Even the uh, air conditioner making it look like, whoa, we're gonna miss you. Come on, you think you think it's 3D? No, it's just it's just plastic, amen. 
Come on, we're not, we're not fancy here, amen. Most of us, uh, come on, we, we, we don't have real impressive resumes. For most of us, our resumes start with X. X drunk addict, X alcoholic, X this, X that, X all. Come on, that's how our resume is. For most of us here, we're all X's. E-X. Or if we do have impressive resumes, but our pride that's in us disqualifies us. We may not have all the fancy add-ons, amen, that big churches have, amen. But I can tell you something that we do have in this place, amen. We offer real faith for real change, amen. We offer the Holy Spirit, amen, because it's inside of us, amen. We preach the gospel. It's not watered down. Let me tell you, there is no Kool-Aid served here. There is real conversions in this house we have a zeal for God amen and we got God's approval we're not afraid to come together we're not afraid church things shook us we didn't understand what was going on but we're not stopping this is what God wants coming together being united in love Come on. We must rise up, church. Yet there's always a risk involved. Maybe that's why so many people don't want anything to do with it. Being a Christian, you can count me in. Be blessed. Yeah, I want that. Engage with the enemy. No, that's pastor's job. Come on, in today's world, amen, go to church. No, online. Sorry, guys. It's the truth, though. Come on, you go to church? No, we can watch it online. Come on, that's how it is. We, we want the benefits. But we don't want to pay the price. And I said this before, amen. Uh, we are part-time Christians sometimes, but we want full-time benefits. I mean, oh, if you want the full-time benefits, you got to be full-time all the time, every day, every day, 24 hours. Come on, you're a, you are who you are each and every day you wake up. It's just, not just on Sunday today. And then tomorrow you wake up as the devil. Well, okay, just get your coffee first. Then you can... You, Listen, church, the gospel did not come cheap. It costs. It costs Moses from being the prince of Egypt to being driven into the wilderness in rags. It costs Peter, who was just fishing one day, minding his own business, to end up hanging upside down on a cross. It cost the Apostle Paul to being stoned, imprisoned, beaten, and beheaded. To say these words in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, 17. For our present troubles are small. Here's a guy that's been 
in prison. Here's a man that's been stoned and beaten, and he says these things. You know, these things that are happening to me, one translation says they're small potatoes. And they won't last very long. Then he goes on to say, yet they produce for us a glory that vastly outweighs them all and will last forever. Evangelism carries a price. That price that Jesus paid. Come on, don't forget about what Jesus done for you, church. Carrying that cross all the way up that hill and laying his life down on it for our freedom. Evangelism is expensive. And if it's lived out properly, it will cost us too. It will cost us money, sacrifice, labor, being laughed at, and sometimes our very own lives. But something out there is rewarding that's coming towards us. And sometimes the reward of serving God is an attack from the enemy. You think you're being picked on? No, the devil's just attacking you. And that's the reward for being a Christian sometimes. 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 4 says this, In everything that we do, we show that we are true ministers of God. We wait patiently, endure troubles and hardships and calamities of every kind. Acts chapter 14, 22 says this, And they were strengthened, they strengthened the believers, they were encouraged them to continue in faith. Somebody say faith. faith. Reminding them that we, say I, I, we must suffer many hardships to enter into the kingdom of God. Let me tell you, all of us here, we're not just going to get in there and it's going to be an easy walk with God. That wouldn't be awesome if that was true. Come on, but everyone's going to go through some trouble. If you want to get in the kingdom of God, then you're going to go through some things, church. You're going to face some troubles in this place, amen. Come on, he didn't just come, and it's not going to be a skip in the park, amen. He says, you know what, I'm going to save you, I'm going to build you, I'm going to equip you, amen. And so when devils come to your door, and when devils come at your marriage, or attack you, amen, you will have what you need to get through. You're going to fight, amen, and you're going to make it through. And you'll be able to say, and when we all this is said and done, I have fought the good fight. I've kept the faith. And now in store for me is a crown of righteousness. Not only for me, but for those that endured. Church, whatever you go through, God will equip you. He says, I won't give you anything that you can't handle. Come on, we stop your crying. Wipe your mocos and keep on going, amen. Hallelujah. Blow your nose, whatever you got to do, amen. If you got to fart, fart, hallelujah. As long as it keeps you going forward, amen. Got a little gas, just let it out and say, let's go, Jesus. It's the truth, amen. We complain about a fart. Can't go to church because I can't fart. You come to this church, amen, you're going to hear all kinds of stuff. But what I'm saying, silly things like that, we don't come to church. Come on. We're, we're, man, if you've been saved for some, a certain amount of time, you've got to know that God's been faithful. I ain't going to quit, amen, because this happened or that happened or whatever. God is still faithful. Nothing's going to take him off the throne. 
He's, he'll always be. See, the thing is, we dethrone him. Come on, keep him up there. Once you lower him down, all you see is troubles. Once you place him up, all you see is victory. Come on, tell your neighbor, keep him up. Come on, just keep him up. Put, you got to have your eyes put on something that's higher than your situations. Don't put your situations higher than your God. Come on, uh, God is worthy. God will take care of all the little things that are falling down. And I know that sometimes they seem big, amen. And, and come on, they hurt, amen, because we go, go through things, but you got to trust God. I've been saved too long to say that's it. I've been saved too long to say I quit. No way. How can I quit when he's done so much? I mean, the cross, really, church, was enough. Man, he laid down your, his life for you. He paid off your debt with his blood. And we complain still. Listen. Every real, healthy, active, righteous Christian who finds himself being opposed is knowing this one thing. Matthew chapter 10, verse 28. Don't be afraid of those who want to kill your body. Viruses that want to kill your body. Government that wants to kill your body. Things out there in the world that want to kill your body. Come on, they cannot touch your soul. Fear only God who can destroy both body and soul, church. Come on, we got to keep our eyes on Jesus, amen. Come on, all this other stuff cannot touch our soul. You need the battle over souls? We pass, church, you can't touch the soul. If this sickness takes us out, you can't take, touch our soul. We're sure of that. Fear God. Don't fear the government. Don't fear what's going on, church. Trust in God. Use wisdom in trusting God. He'll lead you. He'll guide you. He'll show you. Don't believe CNN, Facebook, and all the other media stuff out there, amen? You got to open his book up and say, God, I need something to assure me. I need God. I need you to speak to me. Open up his word, and he'll always speak to you, church. Come on, we got to take a deeper look at the call of believers as believers. This, this church is not a place where you hide out. Come on. We don't come in here to hide out because there's a warrant for your arrest. I'm going to hide out in the church. God will protect me. Come on, this is not a place to hide out, amen, or, or to replace a clear commission that he has spoken with religious activities. Acts chapter 4, 31 says, after praying, after this prayer, the meeting place shook, and they were filled with the Holy Spirit, and then they preached the word of God with boldness hallelujah this is the call of every believer is to be filled with the holy spirit that is to preach the gospel to share the gospel to evangelize with boldness that comes from the holy spirit if the holy spirit's inside you church come on there is no fear inside you have no fear to tell hey jesus loves you 
You have no fear to tell somebody about your testimony. You have no fear inside you to tell you and testify what God has done. Matthew chapter 5, 13 to 14 says this. You say I, you are the salt of the earth. What good if it is for salt if it loses its flavor? How can it make be made salty again? It will be thrown out, trampled underfoot as worthless. You, say I, you are the light of the world, like a city on a hilltop that cannot be hidden. As believers, amen, you are the salt and you are the light of the world. I say I am the salt and I am the light. I'm the salt. Oh, you guys are off to key here. We got to be in key. I'm not going one way this way, man. All of us together. You are the, the salt. I am the light. All right. Sound a little better. We'll work on it. We'll work on it. Some of you guys are tired. We're gonna, we're, you're going you're gonna to be okay after this service, amen. You'll be all right. See, most churches, most churches today hardly see any salvations. It's the truth. You go into big, any of the big churches, there's not many salvation calls. Even in churches like ours. All they do is try to attract other believers. All they try to do, amen, is to make everyone happy. Just be happy, have, regular, have the regulars come, amen. Come on, just us, amen. Come on, we don't want no more trouble. <laughs> Come on, who, who wants to start to work with another with another person? Can, can we just stay right here? We, we like each other right now, right? Come on, just, just, this is okay. Because more people come, oh, man. Attitudes, troubles, oh. We're full. There's a church down the street. <laughs> come on, that, that's what it is. They, they're just trying to take care of their crowd. They say, you know what, this is it right here. We're just going to, we're just going to, we're just going to have church, amen. We're just going to come and, and let our regulars get fed, amen, and, and, and we'll just go to heaven. See, but God wants to restore the church to its roots, amen. God wants to bring the book of Acts church back to life by putting evangelism at the center, not on the back burner. Luke chapter 19, 10 says this, For the Son of Man came to seek and save those who are lost. Luke chapter 5, 31 to 32 says this, And Jesus answered them, Healthy people do not need a doctor. Sick people do. I have come to call those who think they are righteous, but, know to, but to those who know that they are sinners and need to repent. It's about evangelism, church. We are called to change the world. Acts chapter 1 verse 8 says, But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. And you will be my witnesses, telling people about me everywhere in Jerusalem, throughout Judea, Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. See, when a believer gets filled with this power, the power right here in the book of Acts, amen, then we as believers are called to change the world. Come on, we are here to preach and share the gospel, amen. We, the church, amen, come on, must not hinder the process, amen, of the great commission, amen. We are called to go. Somebody say go. Go and make disciples. We are to preach, repent, 
For the kingdom of God is at hand. Come on. We got to tell people you need to repent. God's coming. God's coming back for his church. We seem to forget that even as a church that God's coming. And he can come back at any moment. And yet we, we, he's not centered. We're not telling people. Our mission is to scatter seeds. You're a seed scatterer. You're Jenny, 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 Johnny Appleseed. Some of you guys didn't even know who that is, huh? Well, we're called to scatter seeds. Have you thrown any seeds out lately? It's about seeds. Got to make sure you got seeds in your pocket, flyers in your pocket. Seeds. Telling somebody about Jesus. You're, that's all you got to do. It's not that complicated. Hey, bro, Jesus loves you. Show! <laughs> I'm done. Did my, I did my job. I scattered a seed. Let me tell you what Jesus did in my life. He healed my marriage. There's another seed. It's a seed. You're throwing seeds out. Right? Well, we're all called to do seeds. We think that we got to go. We got to make it happen. We got to do all. No, no. You're called to just set a seed. You're out there just to evangelize. You're out there just to preach the gospel. You're out there just to throw the seeds. Amen. Wherever, wherever it falls, whatever it happens, that, 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 that's up to God. Amen. That's up to whatever happens in the process. Amen. You are called to scatter seeds. Someone else is going to come and water. But God is the one that brings the increase. Amen. We save nobody. God saves people. Jesus saves people. And he gets all the glory. I'm not here to say, look, uh, well, look how many people I saved. I didn't save nobody. All I did was scatter seeds. All I did was water sometimes. And sometimes, never mind, never mind, <laughs> never mind. No, I don't prune them. God prunes. All I do is scatter and water. I can do that. How many can do that? Come on. Oh, I can be a great seed. Don't throw seeds at people. Seeds. Oh, yeah. Jesus loves you and you. Hallelujah. No, no, no. Scatter. Share the word of God. For some of you guys are waterers. Oh, yeah, someone told you about Jesus? Oh, let me just water that seed. Let me water what someone planted in you already. And we just wait for God to bring the increase. That's when someone gets saved. They just didn't walk in and get saved. Someone put a seed in that person. Someone watered that person. We just reaped it here. That's right. Amen. Hallelujah. Luke chapter 4, 18 says, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he's anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, amen, to proclaim liberty to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to set at liberty to those who are oppressed. This, this is what we're called to do. This is how we change the world, church. Come on, the same spirit that was in Christ dwells within us, amen. That same spirit that he preached in is the same anointing that you and I have to preach, amen, to proclaim, to, to recover, to set at liberty, to the lost through evangelism. 
the poor, to heal those who are brokenhearted, amen, to bring liberty to those who are, who are being captive, amen, the blind that will see, amen, the oppressed set free, hallelujah. Come on, that is what we're called to do through evangelism. When's the last time you scattered some seed? Is there any seeds in your pocket? Is there anything in your heart? Because it has to come from the heart. It can't come from here. You can know thousands of scripture, but if it's not led by your heart, all it is is just words. It has to flow from your heart. Scatter seeds. How many have family that are dying? How many know that, man, there's fam- how many have family that are just messed up? They need Jesus. I don't know about you, but I got some family, man, that they, they, they need deliverance. They need healing. They need salvation. And come on. I have family members that have been uh, uh, oppressed. I have family members that have been abused. I have family members that have been violated. I have families that are captives in their struggle, captives in their addiction, and can't get out. I have family members whose minds are just out, whacked. But I believe God has mercy for those, for those that sow seeds for them. I mean, you can sow seeds in prayer, church. Well, it's hard for me to talk to people. Then pray. (laughs) You can pray for them, and God will give you one day the bonus to speak to them. Take them to prayer. You can sow seeds in prayer. You can water through prayer. And God still brings the increase. It's about evangelism, church. If we're going to have a mission statement that says win, build, serve, and send, then it starts with winning. Sometimes we bypass the win part and just start to serve or build and, and there's, there's, they haven't made a commitment yet. They haven't won them over yet. You can't, you, we cannot start the process until they're won over to the Lord. Until their hearts are surrendered to God. And then God can start the process of us building, us serving, or sending. By preaching real faith in this place. That brings real change. Nothing else works, church. We can come up with formulas. It's already been laid out. God has given us the plan. We just try to make it a little different. We try to, and there's nothing wrong with trying to fit the plan as long as it stays on the same thing what God wants us to do. But the plan's been laid out. When Bill serves sin is not even our idea. It's, it's, it's the gospel's. We've just gone by what Jesus said when he told the disciples the final instructions before he was ascended back to heaven. He says, do this. And so we, we've done it. This is what we do. We've got to win. We've got to win. We've got to win. Deliverance has to come. Breaking those things have to come in their lives. Repentance has to be established. Oh, come on, just a church, amen, it's all right. You don't have to get saved, just, just come. To serve. 
God says, I've come to heal the brokenhearted. I've come to send at liberty those who are captive. Those that are blind can see again. Those who are oppressed can be set free. See, when you have an encounter with God, all that changes in your life. When you have a true encounter with God, freedom comes, church. Freedom. True freedom. And when freedom comes, the Holy Spirit just, you get baptized with the Holy Spirit, right? When you get saved. It starts working in your heart. He becomes a resident in your heart because you're, you're repentant from your ways. You're kicked out and say, I don't want this no more. I want Jesus. And Jesus comes in and he starts to build you. And when he comes in and builds your church, now you got the power. You cannot, you can't use an excuse and ask him to fill you with the Holy Spirit. He'll give you the power to do what you, we need to do. And that is to win the loss. Win souls. Can somebody say amen? amen. See, as I close today, and I told you I'd be finished right on time. There's nothing more important than this church. Evangelism is to win the loss. That is where it starts. Then the build, then the serve, then the send. Because the battle is for souls. And I'm going to give you a heavy revy right now. Evangelism will keep the fire burning inside of you. Because you'll get excited when you, I don't know about you, I get excited when I tell Jesus, talk about Jesus, amen. Let me tell you about my Jesus. <laughs> or when somebody asks me, about something about me or about church, amen, and I can start to share about my Lord, it gets me excited. It'll keep the fire burning. If there's not a fire burning inside of you, maybe you need to just tell somebody that Jesus, that Jesus loves you. Maybe you need to call somebody, say, you know what, God put you on my heart, and I just, you know, let me tell you about my Jesus. Come on, church. Let's go back to the win part and watch God, what God would do here. He'll do the build part here because God's going to do something, church. And the vision that he gave me over 21 years ago, and I was telling my wife, is going to start to unfold because he, he, he wouldn't say it just to say it. He didn't say it just to get me excited for I can move out here and say, oh, I, by the way, I lied. <laughs> <laughs> At least I got you here. Yeah, you're here now, so figure it out, you know. No, I, I believe that every season, everything that our church has gone through these, from these past 20 years is to teach us to build me, build my wife, build our church, build our leadership, build the people that have come and gone. And I think we're better people. Right, babe? Better? I think we're, I think we're better. I still look the same. You know, I don't know that. That's a blessing in itself. No. <laughs> 20 years later, I said, oh, Ashley, you look the same. Well, thank you. I heard like a few people say that right now. No. Now I'm, a, I'm a little bit more wrinkled. There it is. There's proof. I just, all I do, all I have is darker hair. That's all. And. No white, that's all. Uh, white came from over here somewhere. <laughs> but I gave him some too. Hallelujah. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
Praise the Lord. Let's all stand up. God is so good. And I'm so blessed uh, for you guys being here today, celebrating with us. Amen. And uh, it's been an emotional service from the beginning. Amen. But God is still good. Amen. And so I thank you for the visitors that are here with us. Amen. Visiting us. Amen. I, I pray that the Lord bless you. Uh, and hopefully if, 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 if all that I had to do today was to scatter a seed, then I did my part. Maybe you're here today and it was a watering for you. And maybe now we'll see an increase of what God will do. And so with your heads bowed and eyes closed, just for a moment, no one moving around, but I want you to focus right now on Jesus. Maybe focus while you're here today. I don't know. Just close your eyes in reverence and allow him to speak to you. Because I believe the Lord is here for everyone. No matter how it was spoken, what you understood, not understood, I believe the Spirit speaks all languages. But it's what the most important part is spirit.